Hello, 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 family. I am back for another one, another one, another one. Um, this one is foundation and order for business. Okay. Um, so this is a a public read for business. Um, so the the topic being foundation and order, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna touch a little bit on what we talked about before. Um, in the last one for the love and union, um, as well, y'all go check that out and see if it resonates with you. If it does resonate with you, go ahead and give it to God and see if he gives it back to you or if he tells you to go ahead and, um, let it go when he put it in the trash because it's not for you right now, right? For later or not for you at all, right? So, um, we're talking about houses. Like, what is your house built upon? First of all, before you build a house, you have to have a foundation, and your foundation can't be a weak foundation because if your foundation is a weak one, then whatever you build on top of it, whether it be strong or weak, is still going to um, um, not going to be able to withstand the pressure, right? So with that being said, if it's if it is weak, then whatever is on it will fall automatically, and if it's strong, then it should have an equal, right? If it's strong, then it should have something that goes upon it that is also strong so that it cannot be moved. It cannot be destroyed in any kind of way from any outside forces that would that would be to destroy it. It would seek to destroy it, right? Um, if you have a strong foundation and you have a strong house or building, rather, since this is um, for use for business specifically, and you have a strong foundation and a strong building, then from there, then you have to you have to have a strong inside, right? The inside of your building has to be in order, right? Because the foundation is is the platform in the house, right? For you to build a house or build a building, you have to have a foundation, right? But the 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 building itself is still foundation, right? It's all it's all together. It's just two parts to it, right? But your your the inside is where everything comes in order. The inside is where you where you do your work, right? That's where your business comes. So you have it in order as um, for the things that you need for whatever business it is. So. That your building is, um, a, um, let's say your building is a bank, right? You, you that's that's what career you took. You took banking and you opened up your own bank. So from there, you you go ahead and you have to make sure that all of your things are in order, um, for that specifically, right? So you know that you need in order to run a bank, you have to have, um, you have to have, um, safety deposits, right? safety deposit boxes um, for your clients when they come in. You have to have all the necessary paperwork and guidelines that pertain not only to your bank, but also to, uh, in, um, for, on a federal level, everything that, that comes along with the rules and policies and laws for that state and for the government, right? And then you have to have um, a privacy policy for your customers or your clients to make sure that your that they their your their information is confidential and um and and 
cannot be corrupted in any kind of way. You have to have security measures in place for your workers and for the clients so that the clients do not have to suffer from um, theft because of your workers. And um, so your workers won't have to suffer from theft um, from from each other if anybody were to do that and for your business as well. So your business doesn't plunder because of someone else. You have to have you have to have office equipment. You have to have um, you have to have uh, printer. You have to have a printer. You have to have fax machines. You have to have multiple phone lines. You have to have multiple printers, multiple fax machines, multiple phone lines. You have to have um, uh, computers. You have to have um, um, you have to have a desk. You have to have I mean, for you you have to have a desk where you have your tellers at. Um, you have to have um, spaces for your tellers to also have um, their desks at, not like just tellers, but also the, um, um, that's, uh, the, the that's like you have a specific place where, depending on how you have your business set up, your bank set up, you might have all the tellers at the front, and um, you might have a place where they go and they get their, um, at the front, you have like maybe three tellers, and then at the end of that, you have a place where you go, somebody can go and get something notarized. You have the notary at the end, or maybe everybody has their own office on top of the, uh, the teller. It depends on how big your business is, how big your bank is. And you have to have um, the paperwork that's needed for the clients to fill it out. Um, you, and it has to, you have to tell them what, what all it, you can offer for them and um, what all um, they have to offer you in order for them to be able to use your bank you have to make sure that you have continuous money coming in right you have to make sure that you are um balancing and keeping everything together y'all excuse my child because she is sleepy and she doesn't want to go to sleep but i have to do this message because god is telling me to do so if you cannot if y'all cannot hear me then i will redo it if you just absolutely can't hear me but you will hear some noise because i'm a mother of two and um, I can't, I can't make my baby go to sleep if she doesn't want to, right? Um, but you have to make sure that you have multiple. You have to make sure that you have the money coming in, um, keeping the money stacked up. So where were you, where are you going to get your money from, right? Obviously, if it's if it's if it's money, you're not going to make the money. So you have to, if you be in the bank, you have to have it coming in. That's so okay. So you have to make sure that you have your um your your connections. With um with your vendor, which would be Brinks, right? And um because the money is is printed federally, right? So Brinks have to bring. You have to make sure that you have um Brinks, and Brinks might not be your only vendor. Um, you probably have a vendor. Um, I'm I'm sure you. I mean, it depends. Um, you might be doing it. Might be, you might have a small bank that you 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 go and go just purchase your own supplies. But um, but naturally you would want to obviously get a vendor like um, like um, Office Depot or something like that that you order from and they get and they um, they go ahead and put the order you you create a, a, um, a, a, a order and they go ahead and they fill the you create a purchase order and they go ahead and they um, get everything that's needed on your purchase order. They they fill it out and they bring it to you, bring it to your store or mail it to you, right? Um, so that you have your office supplies, your ink for your printers. You have to make sure that you have 
um, your the paperwork, your paperwork for your employees, and to make sure that everything, um, all the paperwork that you give your employees for their employment, um, is uh, that they're allowed to have. The, that they're they're given the rules that you that your company that you will are allowing them to do um, your rules and regulations in terms of um, your hire of them their hiring process also while they're there the probation period if it is any and if it is probation period then how long the probation period is if you offer benefits if you don't offer benefits how much um how how much those benefits cost if they have a copay or not. They have um, any of your benefits, whether all your, they include, do they include insurance? Do they include sick days, vacation time, maternal, paternal, uh, maternity leave, um, stuff like that? Get back and stop messing with her. I'm not going to tell you that again. Do they, um, parental, um, I mean, maternity leave? Um, do you offer um, workers' compensation, all like all of that? Then you want to get into how how are you going to be filing? You're going to be having them um, uh, figure out what, how they're going to file for their taxes. Um, what what are you offering? Is it going to be obvious? It shouldn't be. Maybe it's on the table, but I wouldn't think it's under the table. I would think it would it would be something that you go you going ahead and you paying and you have to um, you have to um, report to the IRS that. I mean, I mean, so much, it's just so much, right? <laughs> you have to have your days and hours of operation. And uh, if you're going to acknowledge the holidays or not, right? Um, if you're going to, you have to get, have a schedule for your employees. You have to, um, and then with you being a bank, you want to you wanna network, you want to get your name out there. What are you going to use to make sure that you have clients coming in? Um, how are you going to advertise, right? The list goes on and on and on. Are you going to advertise by radio, by newspaper? Um, by flyers, um, by endorsements. Um, how are you going to get those endorsements? How you are, are you going to do um, the newspaper, the flyers, the TV, the radio, or are you going to do all of them? And how are you going to do that? Is it, and then you have to make sure that those those marketing um, um, tips, if you have to monitor and see if they're going to work for you. You have to monitor and see where most of your um, um, revenue is coming from. Is it, is it, is it, is it coming in? Um, are you pulling more people by the radio? Are you pulling more people in by the TV? Are you pulling more people in by the news service? Are you pulling more people in by social media platforms? And, and so on and so forth. So, so all of that, like, you have to have all of that in order, right? And it's a lot to run. So that's why you have to make sure that your foundation, um, your, being your platform and being your building is solid, right? To withstand the pressures. And when I'm saying the pressures of all of that, you have to have all that in order. Because if you have one thing out of order, one, just it only takes one thing to be out of order. Pick it up. It only takes one thing to be out of order for the, for the whole thing to be out of order and the whole company to, cr to, to crash and burn, right? Especially if you are the boss. You are the boss. And God is the boss, obviously. God is the boss, right? He runs the things. But God is a God of order. And if you are following his orders, your house will be in order. But you cannot slip up. You have to make sure that everything stays in order. And if it is, if it does get out of order because things do happen, then you have to make sure that you keep it that way. But if it's not in order to begin with, you cannot run your business. You cannot operate. So... Now we're going to flip it and say that the house is you because essentially this house is you, even though we're talking about business because everything starts with you. Everything started with God. Everything is about God, but it's about you. 
right? Because you have free will still. So it's all about it's all about God. It's all about the Creator. But because you have the free will, it's still your decision on if you're going to follow Him or not, and if you're going to if you're going to um, stay faithful through the trials and tribulations and tests or 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 fold, right? So when it comes to the house, you're you're the house, okay? Let's say you you have a really good relationship with God, so your 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 platform is good, your 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 house is good, right? It's 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 you got a brick house or you got a stone house, right? And so it's good, and your foundation is good too, right? You you got you cement it's laid and it's got multiple multiple layers, right? Uh, you might have brick mortar and stone, right? Um. In your foundation, so you know that your house is very solid. But is the inside of it clean? Is it in order? Is or is it chaotic and dysfunctional? And if it is, then you have to address that because it doesn't matter how beautiful or how solid the outside is. If the inside is soft, if the inside um, is which is soft, it's supposed to be soft. It's supposed to be operating on love, right? If the inside is is um, is, is 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 pretty and soft, that's fine. But we don't need to be necessarily soft, but love and kind, and that's fine, right? But if it has any kind of jealousy in there, if they, if it has any kind of um, jealousy or envy in there, if it has any kind of doubt in there, if it has any kind of um, um, greed in there, if it, especially with, with businesses, we're talking about greed. If there's if there's if there's greed, if there's um, jealousy, if there's confusion, if there's disorder, if there's um, malfunction. If there, um, if there is, if there is hate, if there is spite, if there is, oh, if there is uh, low self-esteem, if there is um, mistrust um, from just the things that you've went through, um, I mean, just the list goes on and on. Then it only creates more of that because you're only putting more of that out by um, the walls that you put up to protect yourself from going through those things instead of understanding that. Um, you don't have to protect yourself like that because God protects you. God protects you in each and every way as long as you're following him. So as long as you're following him, you're not going to have to go through those things, especially if you learn your lesson. Now, if you haven't learned your lesson, then that's different. If you haven't learned your lesson, then that's different, right? Um, I can understand that because then you're going to have to have the same test. If you haven't learned your lesson, then you're going to continue going through the same test because you haven't passed your lesson. You haven't learned your lesson. So, obviously, you need more of that lesson to prove to God that you have passed that test. That's how you get the, that's how you get the, the cycles that are continuous that, that keep going on over and over and over and over because, and then you're like, okay, God, why do I keep, why do I keep going through this, God? Well, what haven't you learned from that lesson? Because... God is not a God that he would lie, and he said he would never leave you nor forsake you, and he won't. So if you find yourself in a continuous cycle, it's not God, it's you. So what would you do to change it around and turn it around for your benefit and for God's benefit? Because you're not benefiting yourself, and you're not benefiting God if you're doing the same thing because you're not living in your purpose and doing what you need to do for yourself or for God. For God first because he comes first. So you're not even being of service to him. You're being a disservice to him. You're doing yourself a disservice and the creator and everybody along the way that you're supposed to be helping, however you're supposed to be helping, whatever your, you know, through whatever your purpose is. So that's why it's important for the inside, for your inside to be solid 
and not just your outside. And then everything, um, and why I say that is because that determines um, how your how your outside and your bottom is gonna be anyway. Because if you are, if, if it's like that in, in the inside, it's gonna it's gonna eventually come to the outside. And either you're gonna let somebody come in, or you're gonna since I'm talking about business, you're either gonna let somebody come in your office. Because um, we're saying that you're running this business. You're going to let somebody come in your office and come in from the outside in, coming in from the outside to destroy what you have built because your lack of discernment, um, your failure to listen to the creator and do what he tells you to do, how he tells you to do, um, when he tells you to do it, exactly the way he tells you to do it without questioning or doubting anything that he had, he is saying. Because he's a guy that he cannot lie. And he, had, and he knows what he expects from you. He knows what he wants from you, right? Um, and it's not always going to be something that you can understand. Because um, he doesn't run on our expectations. Our expectations are only that of who we're created to be. Um, our expectations don't have anything to do with God's expectations. God's expectations will always far exceed anything that we could even fathom, right? That's what makes him God. Even our dreams, that we could have big dreams all day long, and, and, and God, when he comes along and he's in the picture, and he gives us our dream, but he gives us everything else that we could ever have never even dreamed of or would have never even dreamed of because it's so far up out of our mental reach. That, you know, it's so far up out of our reach or it seems so far up out of our reach because our mind can't even operate on a frequency that much, right? Come here, sit down. Ten. Um, so, and then not just that, if you, maybe you don't let anybody on the inside to come destroy it, but you can also be your own destroyer. You don't have to have nobody... Um, People, people like to say what, what other people have done or what other people would do to destroy what they have going on or to hurt them in some way. But a lot of times, um, and a lot of times that does happen, but you don't have to have an inside enemy. Sometimes the enemy is you. Sometimes the enemy is is you. You can be your own worst enemy if you don't want to. Okay, I am back, y'all, for the second part of foundation and order um, reading for business, right? Because the first one got rudely interrupted. I'm not going to go into that because I'm not even going to give my energy to where the person or the, the faction that even tries to do that. We all know who it is, though. That lower half that already sucked this bad because they losing. Anyway, so, um, yes, we can, a lot of times we can be our own worst enemy, right? We can be the person that is the person that portrays our own self, right? And so we portray God. How do you? How can you be your own worst enemy? By having feelings and not healing from certain things and situations that have hurt you or put you in an unfavorable position before that that you have that you chose to do, even if you didn't choose to do it, because sometimes it does just come to us like that, and it's just a test that we have to overcome, right? But with that being said. Um, when that happens, you you have to be very mindful of 
you sabotaging, you self-sabotaging, right? Because if you do it, then the enemy, first of all, if you do it, if the enemy does it, then at least you have a little bit more chance when you tell people to, 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 to telling God to, hey, like, not let you be deceived. But what if you deceive yourself? Sometimes we do that, and yes, it is the enemy planting seeds in our ear, um, but a lot of times when we do do it ourselves, a lot of times it's not necessarily the enemy. It's the strongholds and the generational curses that are on us or the karma that we're going through um, from whatever we've done in the past or um, that we're going through because we didn't listen to God and didn't learn from those mistakes or um, resentment that we still have or grudges that we have that we haven't cleared or healing that we haven't cleared so we still have those scars, right? It could be numerous things. But um, it's not always the enemy either, right? Sometimes it's literally the stuff that he caused and his remnants are still, his, 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 his fragments are still there. His particles are still left in your spot, in your house. So you have to clean house. You are the house. You have to clean yourself out. Sometimes it's literally just the debris and the filth that the devil left behind. And you have to, from there, uh, clear that out so that you can live a more abundant and peaceful life, right? We all have that through God, right? Obviously. But faith without works is dead. You can't just trust in God and not do the work yourself, right? You have to do the work on your own as well, right? So with that being said, um... You want to, I see an airplane, baby. With that being said, you want to do your best to make sure you're not your own worst enemy, right? Um, it's one thing when it's from the outside. It's, it's, it's very bad when it's you, okay? So, um, I mean, it's always you because you have a choice. If it's from the outside and you give in, that's your choice. You're tempted. But I mean something directed towards you, and you don't tempt, and you're not tempted to do it. That's one thing. But for you to destroy your own, you you yourself, you don't want to do that. So a lot of y'all, um, whether y'all are doing your own business or you're working, your partner, you're partnered up with somebody, um, or you work for somebody, be mindful to not place that person or that company or yourself in that same boat as being um, don't place that same company or don't place that same person in a category with those who those people who or that person who or that company that did you wrong right in some way shape or f uh, fashion right and don't um, also with yourself, don't put yourself in the same predicament as beating yourself up, um, thinking that you cannot, you can't do it because you failed before. If you're even if you're going for if you're going for the same thing, or if you're going for something else, don't look back on your failures so much to where you let your failures from your past hinder your 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 favorite and your success 
from your future, right? You you you, you don't want to ever look back on your past. If you do look like back on your past, it should always be a reflection, right? You're a reflection of your past. Um, a reflection when you look at something, when you look in the mirror, you're looking back at yourself, right? Even if you're looking at your rearview mirror, you're looking back at yourself, right? So your reflection is you looking back on yourself. So your past is only a reflection of who you were. You're not that same person anymore, right? So yes, you look back so you understand where you came from. So you look back because you're grateful for where you came from. You look back because you understand that the place that you came from, you're not going to go back. You look back because you want to see um, all the growth that you have done by the will and the, um, the grace of God. You look back because you look back to see your growth. You look back to see the mistakes that you made, that you learned from, right? You look back to you look back to compare yourself to who that who that person is that you used to be. That's it. That's all. You don't look back to be like, oh man, this is what I did. Oh man, I can never do this again. Oh man, I'm just a failure because I failed it. No, you don't look back for that. You look back to use. Every failure, every lesson, every test, everything that you went through before to your advantage by learn by learning your lessons, by figuring out how you, because once you fail, it's one thing to fail, but when you fail, you have to figure out why you failed. You look back to see, okay, I failed in this. Let me figure out how I failed in this. I failed in this because I, because I didn't ask God, first of all, right? But that's what he wanted me to do. I failed in this because I didn't check to see if this person um, this business or this person was loyal to his his um, partners, who he partnered with. I didn't check to see if this company was loyal to their employees before I went ahead and just did this. And I didn't check to see if this is something that I had the ability in the moment, not in the future, but an ability at the moment to do at this time. Or did I try to jump the ball and go ahead and get in this business deal um, depending on God or not, because a lot of times we do that and, and depend on God, and a lot of times God will throw us in some stuff too. But He throws us in before He throws us into some stuff. He has us going through training. Did you use your training time wisely, or did you sleep on your training time? Right? Did you learn from your training time, or did you was like, okay, this is training. Let me just sit back and chill instead of actually going to work because it's training, right? So whatever the case may be, don't look back on that as a as a failure, like uh, I, I I failed in this, or I, I didn't do this, or I didn't do that. Don't look back on it like that, right? Because by doing so, um, you that's when you allow feelings, you allow the enemy to come to you, but you also allow your own self to self sabotage without the enemy even doing no. The enemy just if you self sabotage, the enemy will still come to you, but he don't come to you to, to do no work. He just come to you to help you with the work that you already doing yourself. So if, if if you dwell on that and you start dwelling on it, the longer you dwell on it, the more you're going to start thinking. The more you start thinking, then you're going to be like, okay, looking at what you did wrong and stuff like that. But you're not going to be looking at what you did wrong for a purpose of learning from it and going forward. You're going to be looking at it as you did wrong, and then you're going to start having those doubts. You're going to start doubting yourself, questioning yourself. And by doing that, you're doing that with God, too. You're doubting God. You're questioning God. And then from there, you're going to... um. And then from there, you're going to start um, just 
just feeling down, being unmotivated, undriven, unfocused, um, uh, unde- undetermined, un- unorganized, sloppy, careless, um, just the list goes on and on and on and on, ungrateful, unfaithful, feeling like you're unable, uncapable, everything, everything, it feel like it's impossible, it's everything that comes with that, right? And then after you didn't after you didn't juice your own self down, I can say juice up yourself. I'm gonna say since you didn't already after you didn't demoted yourself, then the enemy like okay they did my he did my job or she did my job. I don't have to do nothing. They didn't did all the work and they 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 just went ahead and um, killed their own face. I didn't even have to come in and actually shake nothing up. But he didn't made it easy for me or she made it easy for me. And then he just come in and you know like like somebody wanted to see if somebody dead. He just give you one kick. And to see if you dead or not, and if you ain't all the way dead, then he then he give you one to the gut. Be like, okay, boom, that's it. And all the enemy have to do is give you one kick, cause you didn't did all the rest. That's what I mean. Don't be your own worst enemy, okay? Um, because that's the worst thing that you can. That's the worst thing that you can do. Um, you want to keep your faith in God, and also don't rebuke anything, because we tend to rebuke what we don't. We choose. To re- we tend to rebuke what we don't want to go through or we don't want to feel again. So don't rebuke those business plans because you failed in them. Or don't rebuke the business plans that that's new because you failed in the last one. Don't rebuke this new company. Don't rebuke this new partnership because you failed in the last one or the last one hurt you. Don't rebuke your new blessings that God is trying to give you just because of what you had experienced from your past. Because when you rebuke something that God has for you, if God took you through that, he took you through that for a reason. So if you rebuke something that God took you through, I mean, if you rebuke something that God is trying to give you because you went through some stuff, he He taught you, he brought you through that stuff so you could learn from it, so you could grow from it, so you can be better, so you can know not to go back to those same people, those, those same situations, or um, not go back to that person that you were and also to try you and test you to see if you were worthy and if you were going to stay faithful in him and then if you if you stay faithful and do all of that when God comes to give you your what what you didn't work for don't be like I don't want this God I, I don't want this I, this is not what I asked for because basically after that you're telling God that all his work was for nothing just because it's not up to your expectation or it's, or uh, sometimes even o- over your expectation, right? Sometimes we rebuke stuff that we don't, that's, that's so far above what we could fathom with our own mental mind because it's spiritual that we rebuke it. We don't feel like we're good enough, right? But even doing that, you might mean, well, you might mean to be humble, but there's a difference between humble, being humble, and being ignorant, right? So... You're not supposed to be just prideful and just think yourself, you oh, you just you just all this without God. Yes, we're supposed to be confident, all of that. You're not supposed to be like just you're not supposed to be so you're not supposed to have low self esteem, but you're not supposed to be prideful. It's a difference, it's a fine line. You don't want to just you don't want to just um be prideful, no. But you do want to have Confidence, much Hi. confidence, but also know that you're only that because of God. Yes, Hi. baby. Yes, baby. I, saw it. I see spider web. I, saw it. I see the spider web. I saw it. 
I see, but my mommy has to finish, okay? I got I got more to do, okay? I see the spider web, baby. <laughs> so, um, in doing so, when you do that, you basically telling God that I know you brought me through. I know you put in all this effort by removing me from the people that I was around, the business that I was around, um, the plans that I had made for myself. And I know you tried me through the fire and tested me. And yes, I was faithful, God. Um, to you then and um, so I know that now is my time now is finally my time for me to reap the the seeds that I've sown but I I didn't expect this so I don't want it you basically telling God that he did all that for nothing and that it wasn't good enough for you and even if you don't feel like that's the case that is what you're doing when you when you rebuke it so don't rebuke it and and, and a lot of times we rebuke it not just because of how it's not just because of the, we're scared of it. A lot of times we rebuke it because we don't think that God would do it. A lot of times we rebuke it because we like, man, this ain't God. I wouldn't do this. God wouldn't tell me this. Uh, this ain't this. I don't think it should happen like this. Uh, it don't. It don't seem right to me. I don't understand why God would do it like this. Then you lean on to your own understanding, which is not that of God. Even though we're supposed to be like God, one with the Creator, God dwells in us, and we dwell with with Him. But still, your boss is not going to tell you every plan He has. He might tell you the safety rules and the new things that's coming up. He might tell you what he's about to work on. He might come to tell you what he's about to work on with his employees and stuff like that. But your boss ain't going to tell you every business deal he got behind the table because he's your boss. You work for him. That's the same thing with God. God will tell you what he wants you to know, when he wants you to know. Some things he holds from you and he tells you after um, when they're happening, right before they're happening, as they're happening, or maybe a little bit before, maybe way before. But it's his prerogative. He's the boss, not you. <laughs> God tells you when he gets ready to tell you. Right? So, don't rebuke it. Don't rebuke it. Don't rebuke it. <laughs> Go ahead and decree right now. Decree and declare right now. And bind yourself and anybody else from rebuking anything that's for you. That God has planned for you in any kind of way. Bind the hands that would do it. And me, including yourself. Go ahead and rebuke Decree and, decree and declare that you won't do this. And decree and declare that can't nobody speak over you. You don't want nobody speaking over you. Because people will do that anyway. But if you go ahead and decree and declare that and say that and speak that and affirm that over your life and then ask God to do the same thing to back up your your declarations, your decrees, and your affirmations as well, because he is still the boss. Even though we have the power to speak over our life, he still has to approve it. Right? Even then, right? That way, when people do do it, it won't have no effect. They can do it all that long, and they have the prerogative to do so, and they will do so if they want to, but it's not going to have any effect on you. So I love y'all. I'm going to leave y'all with that, and that's the end of my read for today. Um, if y'all want more in-depth um, readings um, pertaining business, y'all can uh, feel free to hit me up um, at, at my own um, and my email at brianna.allen17 at gmail.com. So that's B-R-Y is in yo-yo, A-N-A dot A-L-L-E-N 17 at gmail.com. Or you can also catch me on my YouTube page, which is Children First Ministries. Um, um, and, and go from there. Y'all stay blessed. Y'all stay highly favored, protected. Know that you all are. Stay loving God, praising God, thanking God. Even when you're being trialed, especially when you're being trialed through the fire, always, especially in the fire, right? Stay in your spiritual warfare. 
stay in your gratitude no matter what you're going through because your gratitude is going to give you your peace. The gratitude is going to tell God you love him regardless of what you're going through. That's going to give you your peace. I'm fine. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. Thank you. It's going to give you your peace. It's going to... um. It's going to give you your peace to allow you to continue doing what you need to do and being grateful for what you have. And be, when you're grateful, the enemy can't really come talk to you. He will try to, but he's not going to, especially if you're doing your praise. But when you're grateful, I mean, he'll still try, but he's not going to be persistent because it's too positive. The, the elevation is too high for him to want to even be around, right? He can't fathom praise and, and gratitude because he doesn't operate like that. So not only are you protecting yourself when you do that, even more so, but you're also building up your own self-esteem and building up your own um, frequency because you're on the frequency of God. God's frequency is love, right? So I'm going to leave y'all with that. I, I love y'all. Um, know that you have a friend in, in, in God. You have a, uh, a lover. You have, you have everything. God is every person, everybody that you can possibly want and then some and i will talk to y'all next time bye, bye.